All right, everybody, welcome back to Mouse and Controller Podcast. This is, I don't even remember what episode number this is. Do you know, Clayton? <laughs> I don't. Seven? Are we on seven? Seven? I think you're right. I think it is seven. I think it is seven. Yep, so, again, you're here with uh, Caleb, my, which is me, and my co-host Clayton. How are you doing, Clayton? I am sore. Oh, my God, I'm sore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I will, uh, you've been doing uh, some more of your jiu-jitsu? Yeah, that, and I started doing uh, heavy bag kick workouts. Okay. Like my groin and my hips and my shins are absolutely on fire. Oh, dang. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I saw you were sharing some like Muay Thai videos on uh, Facebook. I started to watch one of them the other day, and then I got distracted. I didn't finish it, but... Well, I, I shared those because I... I knew that if I just saved them, I wouldn't get to look at them. But if I shared them to my page, it was like, all right, I'll go back and look. And I oh, actually yeah. followed uh, two of the workouts that I posted. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. Um. So, to everybody out there, uh, we're a little late this week. I put a post out on Facebook. I don't know if if you follow the page, you would have seen it. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how, many, how much traffic the Facebook page actually gets. But, uh... We just, scheduling made us, uh, ended up having to postpone it a little bit. Uh, I'm currently in the process of getting ready to move, and Clayton had a, uh, you went to a tournament. I forgot, I messaged you Saturday, and I forgot that you had said you were going to that tournament. Uh, yeah. The MMA tournament to watch your buddy compete, so. Um, yeah, it was right there in Myrtle Beach. Yeah, so that's a good little haul from here, so. Not too bad, but definitely uh, takes a little bit of time. It but was. Yeah. It was a long day, too, because I got up. I drove there and back. So I drove there, stayed for the whole tournament, left around 10.30. Oh. I got home at 2.30, yeah. Oh, dude, damn. Long day. Yeah. It's a long day. Yeah, and you just helped me uh, the previous day uh, tear down and haul off the... Uh, old building so (laughs) so yeah i bet you were pretty exhausted yeah i i sat on my ass all day sunday i don't blame you i felt kind of bad because everybody was like doing work in the yard a little bit early in the morning that shit nah nah i'd be all right but anyway i got it yeah yeah They, they can handle it but yeah i guess we'll get to uh Start talking about some games and stuff. Um, you played anything? I know. Well, I know you played something over here at, at, at my house. But have you played anything on your own? I know you're on the PlayStation at the moment because your Xbox is on the fritz. Yeah. But... Uh, so I've been jumping back and forth between a couple of games because the games that I have on PlayStation, mm-hmm. uh, all the Souls games. So I have. Okay. Uh. Dark Souls uh, 2 and 3, I have Bloodborne and Sekiro. Okay. okay. Or not Sekiro. Um, shit. What? Uh, Ghost Neo. of Tsushima? Oh, Neo. Neo? Neo? Oh, okay. Yes. And all of those are very, very good games, but because they are very Souls-esque, it's, it's difficult to sit down and just, like, power through them. It's, I've found some success... Uh, playing one getting to a point where i'm just i i 
maybe not frustrated, but I'm kind of stuck. So I was like, all right, well, I'll try the other one. Yeah. And I'm, I just, I jumped between all those games. Okay. Well, sounds like, uh, I know, I know you're a big fan of like those souls like games. I'm, I am. I'm I, not I, a huge I, I fan. I enjoy the punishment but, from time to time. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan. Like, the closest we've talked about before on the show, the closest I ever get to it is Jedi, or Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, yeah. Which is, like, Souls Light, I would guess you would say. Not like, but light, like it L-I-T-E. Is. Yeah, um, it is. It's very much, it's Souls-esque, but it's it tames everything down and makes it much more palatable for a lot of gamers yeah and i'll tell you what that is a game though it's like the witcher 3 like you can't you can't play that game and then walk away from it for like a couple weeks and then come back and expect to jump right back in because when they does take them time to warm back up yeah because like when they when they released some of the updates for fallen order i went back to check it out and i was like you know by the end of the game i was just like it was like second nature for me to do all this stuff you know i was timing everything just right had all my stuff down and then I went back in to play some of, like, the little, uh, you know, some of the new stuff they added, and I was like, uh, I, I am not as good as I remember. I have lost some of my <laughs> skill here, um, but I, uh, speaking of PlayStation, real quick, uh, today, I believe, I, I haven't grabbed it yet myself, but I think today is the first day you're able to grab, um, Dang, what's that game called? Um, Horizon Zero Dawn for free on PlayStation on P- on PS4. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think it's like for everybody. You don't have to have PS Plus or nothing. It's part of their little play at home initiative that they were giving away free games for during COVID. So I'm gonna grab Shit, that before I go to bed. Go ahead and start that down. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty excited about that. So it's like you're able to grab it from now until like maybe the beginning of May, I can't remember, I have to, maybe May 4th, I have to look, uh, but if, if you just Google, like, PlayStation, uh, play at home, it'll pull up, it'll pull up everything, or if you have a PlayStation, you go to the store, and it, it's on there. Um, well, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, so there's a little PSA for everybody. Um... There's a game that me and you played, and we talked about it a little bit before the show. I want I want us to kind of both talk about that, but I'm going to talk about uh, a couple of stuff I was playing just by myself first. Um, I played a little bit. Of, I've been playing Outriders some on the Xbox. Uh, How far into it have you gotten? I'm not terribly far. I've kind of just got to the point where I can start like upgrading my weapons and my gear so i'm i'm past all the stuff that you played in the demo like i'm past all that and then i'm in a new area and okay i think the game is really about to open up to where i'm at now like i think i'm actually like getting into the meat of the game now um okay it's pretty good is does the full game have anything that the demo didn't Um, well, you are, you are going to be able to, like, upgrade your weapons and your gear. Like, you couldn't do that in the, in the demo, but you can do that in the full game. Um, and there's, like, tons of areas and stuff, and, like, you can upgrade your, 
your uh, well, you have like this convoy, right? And you can upgrade your truck. It's like cosmetic stuff. Um, but I mean, it's kind of cool. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I'm playing as a different class uh, because I wanted to try a different class out. I'm playing as the uh, the Devastator, which is like the tank class. Yeah. It's pretty fun, man, because you can really start to chain stuff together. Like, like there's there's this one move that that the the Devastator has where it's like you you like fly up into the air and then yeah. you like pick an enemy and you can like like you almost like you crash in the earth, like, slam it, like, superhero land, slam it, and it causes, like, this shockwave, and enemies just explode into, like, blood and guts and pink mist, and, uh... Oh, it's... so it's similar to the, the power-up from Destiny. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, there's something stuck in my throat. Oh, no, you... Sorry about that. Um, but, yeah... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that's a that's a good way of uh, putting it. I didn't even think about that. I mean, the game is it's meant to be played. You can play it single player, or you can play it with friends. But I think the game was initially meant to be played with friends. But it's actually really fun by yourself too. Once you start to like figure out your your moves for your character, like based on whatever class you picked and how to chain them together. And, uh, there's more skills and stuff you can unlock that weren't in the demo. And once you start unlocking these different skills, like you'll want to use different ones for different situations. Um, so like there's some that are more AOE. There are some that are more like focused, like you would use on like a focused, like singular enemy, like maybe a boss type enemy or a high tier enemy. Okay. Um, it's pretty cool, man. And then, I mean, I've been enjoying it. I've been playing it, like I said, I've been playing on the Xbox. Now, I haven't been playing it on my Xbox One X. I've been playing it on the OG Xbox One. Um, and I don't know if it looks better on the on the One X. Not the series, not the next, not the new gen, but because no one can get those apparently still yet. But yeah, it's, it, it's retarded. Yeah, okay. yeah. But it's it's kind of for me, and this is going to sound like PC Master Race type stuff, but I, d I don't mean it this way. It's not a bad looking game, but I think I got used to the way it looked on the PC for the demo, and it's a little rough looking for me on the console. But I think the game is really supposed to be a next-gen type game, but they released like a maybe a, a lower res version for the current gen, or the last-gen consoles. Okay. But, and maybe it's just because it's on the on the X. I've been playing on the because I've been playing in the bedroom before I go to bed. So I think that it, maybe it's because it's on the the Xbox One, the OG, the big one, and not the One X. It might look better on the One X because it's a beefier console as far as power. But it's fun nonetheless. I've been enjoying it. I like it. I just suck at aiming with a controller now because I've been playing on PC for so long. <laughs> Um, you caught yourself trying to aim, but you end up, like, moving the controller. Oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's like, and I'm, like, all over the place. I look like a, like, like a five-year-old. Trying to play a racing game. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> like, turning my head, cocking my head sideways. Um, 
But I'll play some more Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, that's pretty fun. I, I, I'm getting back into that a little bit more. And uh, that's about it other than this other game that we played. Um, do you want to jump into that or do you got anything else you want to add before we jump into that? Let's go ahead and jump into that one. Let's talk about Enlisted. Yeah, okay. Yep, so as Clayton said, uh, it's called Enlisted. You guys may have heard of it. It's available on the PC. It's available on the Xbox Series X and S, so that's the new Xboxes, and the PS5. It is not available on the PS4 or the Xbox One, um, which is kind of a bummer because it is cross-play, which is really nice. It's free-to-play. It's made by the same people who make War Thunder. And what's really cool about it, which is uh, Gaijin Entertainment or whatever they're called, uh, but what's cool about them is how they've done like War Thunder and Enlisted is, yes, it's free to play, and yes, you can purchase things to unlock them quicker, but it doesn't really, it's not pay to win. Because all it does is it just puts you in with people who are who have that same gear. So you're not you're not stuck with like you know you're not getting put in with people who are lower lower level than you. You're still getting put in with people who are same, maybe not same skill, but they're at the same tier as far as unlocks. If that makes sense. Okay, so it scales the matchmaking based on the unlock. Yeah, so like they did it with War Thunder, where it was like you know War Thunder. You would like start off with biplanes. Well, if you didn't want to do the biplane, okay. So you you have like biplanes, right? And you're you're only fighting people in the same. They call it a a battle tier or something. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a like a grading scale, like you know one, two, three. So like let's say these biplanes are in War Thunder like ones. You're only getting put in with people who are the same tiers, so like one. So they have the same stuff. Well, you can work all the way up to get to higher tiers, like three, four, five, whatever, or you can just straight out, right out, purchase, right? If you want it, if you want to, but it's gonna okay. put it's gonna put you in the same lobbies with people with the same tier of vehicles, or in enlisted case, enlisted case like weapons, it's not gonna. You don't get an it's advantage. It's not gonna take a day one player and drop them in a game full of playing for the last um, right year or unless so. unless you're a day one player who goes ahead and buys everything and then you're going to get thrown in with everybody who has all the same stuff so you might okay. does that make sense yeah so th that it's i think that's pretty fair you know um but and listen yeah to that is that's that's a good way to regulate things so that people who are just trying to play for free they don't get mobbed out or swarmed or, you know, overwhelmed by people just like, eh, let me just pull out the credit card. Yeah. And I mean, the game, it's a little grindy. I mean, it's a free-to-play game. But it's not that bad. Like, you're unlocking stuff pretty frequently. And... Yeah, I did. I noticed that. Like, you know, the brief 20-30 minutes that I played at your house, you know, there's a couple of things that I unlocked just jumping in and playing for you. Yeah, you were like leveling some of my some of my troops, uh, getting new perks for them, 
And you, I think you unlocked uh, the fighter squadron for me. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do remember that. So, yeah, the, the I guess we should probably explain the game a little bit more to people, but it's a World War II first-person shooter, but there's also tanks and airplanes in it. And the tanks and the planes have realistic damage models, um, which is pretty cool. Um, but you basically, you're a first, it's a first-person shooter, but you're controlling a squad of AI players as well. And you can switch in between your AI players uh, within your squad. So if you die, you can immediately switch over to another player. Or if there's like, you have, you can kit out your troops to, to have different roles. So you can switch between them while you're playing to like, let's say you need to take out a tank. And you have a guy that has a bazooka. Well, you can switch over to him real quick in your squad, and you can shoot that bazooka at that tank and try and take that tank out. And then you can switch back over to your to your rifleman and start, you know, picking off uh, enemy players. Uh, it's it's a quality game. It's really fun. Um, it I, was it, it. It was very very funny. You can tell, although it's not the best visual quality. It it mean well it it actually no even then it's it still looks pretty good it still looks like a, a current generation game like it's 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 yeah. it still looks pretty good yeah it looks really good but, and, you uh, know, and you know what I haven't messed with the settings yet in it either and I've been running like around a hundred frames per second so I could probably actually I need to look and see what they're at because I could I'm I wonder if they're even at 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 uh I don't even know what they're set to. Cause they could be they could be set at a lower uh, lower resolution or a lower yeah. setting. I bet if you played around with it a little bit, you could probably jazz it up. Yeah, like I said, I'm running at like 100 frames per second, so I, I definitely have some wiggle room if I wanted to uh, if I wanted to mess with it some. But yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, you start off with like bolt action rifles, um, like Lee Enfields and. Uh, Springfield 1903s and um, if for the Americans and you can you can also play as the Germans and the Germans have their own unlock uh, their very own unlock tier stuff and then yeah, I remember how many how many countries can you play as because I know each country had its own specific weapon loadout I know we had uh, I played as the Americans the Germans and the Russians Are there any more so right now, because the game is still in beta, it's an open beta, so anybody can play for free. Like before, it was in closed beta, so if you wanted to play, you had to pay like $25 and it would give you like a starter kit or whatever. And you would get like some unlocks early um, for, okay. being the close, for being in the closed beta. And the closed beta was only the Moscow campaign, so you only played as the Soviets and the Germans. And now in the open beta, you have the... There's two campaigns. There's the Battle for Moscow, which, like I said before, is the Soviets and the Germans. And then there's the Invasion of Normandy, which is the Americans and the Germans. Now, if you look under the Campaign tab, there's two other campaigns that are coming, too. And it's uh, like a North African campaign in Tanzania. And then there's the Battle for Berlin. And I don't know if that will be... That will probably be the Soviets in that. Because the Soviets took took Berlin. 
during World War Two, and yeah, the North Africa campaign will probably be the Americans again fighting the Germans. So okay. So yeah, and I was doing some research. Apparently, the Soviets in the game have like the best assault uh, units in the game, like the best weapons and uh, just I guess like just gear and stuff is what everybody on on the YouTube videos I've been watching have been saying. So yeah, well, I mean, like I could tell, like because I was playing the Germans at first, uh, but once I switched to the Russians, I know the. The Mosin Nagant, the, the primary starting weapon, uh, it had a noticeable, like, it had noticeable better better handling, stopping power, uh, it was more accurate, like, it did feel like a better weapon. Yeah, than the Car 98. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a. Uh... Yeah, they, the Soviets, I haven't played with them too much. Like, actually, I think you were, that was the first time when you when you were over and you were playing, that's the first time, like, uh, I've ever... I haven't played with them, but they, on my account, that it, the Soviets have been used, so... Um, I need to experiment with them some more, but I'm trying to... Well, I think what I'm trying to do is unlock a good bit of the American stuff first, and then maybe switch yeah. over to the Soviet campaign and do some of this, or the Moscow campaign, do some of the Soviet stuff, and then play as the Germans too. I mean, there's tons. Like there's, because like each army has their own level, and you unlock things with each army, and you can. Yeah, all three, all three factions don't level together. To play the level. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and it's it's asymmetric. So like, you know, if you're you're not going to be able to equip your troops with a car 98 if you're playing as the Americans or the Soviets. You're going to be using yeah. weapons that historically were with those armies during World War II. Now, you can pick up enemy weapons on the battlefield. Like, if you run out of ammo and you want to pick up an enemy weapon, like, you can pick it up, but you're only going to have whatever's in the magazine. Or, uh, you know... When... When that much troop died, dropped. yeah, whatever they dropped. So, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. I like running around with the tanks and stuff too. The tanks are pretty fun. Yeah, see, I tried to tank once and really got it stuck. Yeah, oh yeah, died. in the trench. The player was also stuck inside the map. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the 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 uh the tanks are fun, but you gotta like they're kind of finicky at first. You got There's a little bit more going on. You gotta kind of pay attention. And the yeah, you'll get stuck in those trenches with the tanks, uh, and you you won't be able to get out. Yeah, it was it was it was it was pretty difficult trying to maneuver the tanks because you yeah. there is no like external view. It's it's all one hundred percent like view from inside the tank itself. Yeah. Now, uh, I did find something out that you can't actually get an external view if you switch to the tank commander and you have him go out of the hatch cuz some 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 tanks have a they have a gun on top like a 50 mounted on the top of the tank and you can man that 50 if you switch to the tank commander and you have him you hit the button to make him come out of the hatch and then you can come out of the hatch and you can still drive the tank and look around from the outside view and then you can shoot that 50 from the outside as well uh, or less on top of the tank, if that makes sense. 
but if you start taking fire you need to like get your you need to switch back to like your your main your main gunner and get your commander back in the tank because he'll he'll get shot pretty quick because he's exposed up there now, if the tank commander dies is that considered a lost no no so that's actually a good point you bring that up um so the tank has you know there's like four people that are manning the tanks at yeah. least, at least the the starting tank for the Americans, which is what I played the most. Uh, that's all I can really speak to, is uh, you're starting out with the Stewart, the Stewart tank, which is kind of like the precursor to the uh, the Sherman. Um, which the Sherman, you know, is the like iconic American tank from World War Two, but yeah, you with with these like I was talking about before the the, the tanks have like realistic damage models so you can shoot in certain places of the tank and take out certain crew members and then you'd have to switch to them so like if you have at least two members still two crew still alive in your tank and the tank assuming the tank is not damaged too bad you can still drive and shoot the tank um on this while still looking at at the in the gun the gun view like the main battle gun view if you only have one person left, you'll have to put him, switch him into the driver's seat, have him drive to wherever, and then switch to the gunner seat to, to have him shoot. But you won't be able to drive and shoot at the same time. Okay. So. So you'll have to stop, position the gun, and then fire. Yeah, you. yep, yep, exactly. Which, at that point, you're probably going to die anyway, so you might as well just, like, try yeah. take as many as you can with you. Um. Especially the Sherman tank, because the Sherman, or not the Sherman, excuse me, the Stuart doesn't have very thick armor. So, if they hit your weapon, uh, your weapons cache, or your ammo, your ammo cache inside there, or they hit your your gas tank, you're probably done, real quick. You're gonna flame out. But it's pretty fun, man. I've been enjoying it, I, and I, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I knew you would like it. Oh yeah, I I really did. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. It, I just uh and once I get the new console I very much intend to get back on it. You yeah. said it's it is crossplay and it's only coming to the next year or the well I guess current gen consoles yeah. now but it's it's a lot of fun and it, it, it's a good for me I think it's it's a it's going to be like it, it's very Battlefield-esque like hardcore Battlefield like if you played hard, Battlefield on hardcore mode cuz like one shot to the body can kill um, stuff like that as far as like some of your your bolt action rifles but it's not if for anyone listening don't let that discourage you because it's, it's not the game's not like punishing it's fair but it is, it's, it's, it's realistic it's, if you're a first person shooter fan it's it's fairly easy to jump into and maybe not get great at mm -hmm. but you can pick up the mechanics pretty easily it's, it's not overbearing yeah it's really not and i mean it's got some pretty iconic battles like you you actually can play on d-day like the d-day invasion um like where you're coming or you out can just stand on the fucking beach because <laughs> dude yeah you you got cheated on that match because your team just was terrible like oh they were it was it was so bad it was so bad you couldn't even get off the beach and I like I was watching you were flanking you were like the only one that was flanking it was like you just watched oh, your yeah. team I got deep into their shit man 
It's like everybody. Like I would turn around and the rest of the team just went, eh, fuck that guy. Yeah, it's like everybody on your team, all the other players were just like sitting on the beach and like trying to snipe people out of the, the bunkers, out of the pillboxes. And I was like, that's not going to work, man. You got to, because there, there, there's, you know, you might get shot a couple times at first trying to get off the beach, but eventually, as long as your team is pushing, you guys should, there's enough cover that it's not unfair. Like you can get off the beach. Um, yeah. Well, but, I mean, you could. I mean, fuck, I was getting off the beach, just like straight lone wolfing it, man. Yeah, yeah, you were. It's just like your team was just sitting back, and then you would, you were trying to get to the objective, and then you're getting killed because like the entire enemy team's there. Yeah, it was stupid. I was, I was actually getting pretty. Frustrated. Yeah, I could tell that was just a bad game. Like, I wish you would have got that one again, because uh, it's actually a really cool map. It's a really cool map. And the game's very cinematic well, I was too, man. Looking forward to it, dude. It's the the game. Like you could probably tell too, it's very cinematic. Like you know, there's planes coming it overhead, is. like like buzzing, like you know, low buzzing, dropping bombs, shooting rockets, firing guns. There's explosions all over the place. Um, it's it's really a good if you have that Battlefield itch and you were kind of disappointed with like Battlefield Five, this is the game to play. It's free. You might as well try it out if you have the if you have the the right system to do it. Like, it's it's good. It's good. I think, like it you is. said, it's, it's really fun. It's worth the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really good at giving you something like goals to work towards too, as far as un unlocks and stuff as well. But uh. I would agree. Yeah. So, I think, uh, yeah, I think that, that covers that pretty well. I don't know. There was something else I was going to bring up. Um, oh, Warhammer. There's a new Warhammer 40K game coming out. Or is maybe it's already out? Which one is it? It's called Battle Sector. Warhammer 40,000 Battle Sector. It may not be out yet. Let me double check. Yeah, I don't think I've seen anything uh, pertaining to that one. I'm going to have to look that up. It says coming soon. Yeah, okay. It's a uh, it's another strategy type game. Almost turn-based strategy. Um, probably kind of in the vein of like the tabletop. Okay. So it looks pretty cool. It should be pretty fun. I will probably... Yeah, I'll look that up. Yeah, I probably won't get that, like, immediately, but I'll probably get it at some point, because I'm still looking forward to uh, the other one that they added, or has that added. Necromunda? Coming out. Uh, Hired Gun. Oh, that is right. Hired Gun, not Hi Necromunda. Hired Gun and then and then Dark Tide whenever that comes out, that should be pretty cool. But Hired Gun doesn't come out till June first. We're, we're about to get a lot of Warhammer 40k stuff. We are. I mean, really, like there's there's Hired Gun coming out on June first. Battle Sector just says coming soon. Doesn't have a date yet. Dark Tide just says 2021. There's no date for that yet either. But we'll probably find out more around June, around E3 time frame. Yeah. 
once things start getting showcased in the summer. Yeah. Which we should we should be getting a Battlefield Six trailer pretty soon. I think we'll probably get it in. I think in the May. next couple of weeks we'll get it. Yeah, because like historically they've released them like at the beginning of May, like the trailer, like the little teaser trailer, and then at E3 or well EA Play they'll show off gameplay in a more yeah you know deeper look into the game. So. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of good things about that game, man. A lot of uh, some pretty interesting leaks and stuff. Have you seen any of that? I have. Uh, it looks like we're gonna get, well, if the rumor is true, looks like we're gonna get a large weather. Yeah. And hazardous weather uh, formation. Yeah, I saw that. Which is kind of cool. That is kind of cool. I think that's Not like. Not gonna lie, it'd be it'd be awesome to just be in a gunfight or in tank battle, and all of a sudden, fix that fucker up. And yeah. Right. Uh, fucking nowhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it seems like, because, like, most, you know, a lot of the Battlefield games usually have some kind of hook to them. Like, there's some kind of, like, Levolution or yeah. whatever to them. Like, you know, Battlefield 4 had, you know, the levels would change if you did certain, if you destroyed certain things. And then Battlefield 1 had the big, uh whatever they call them, like the Titan, like the like the big Zeppelin and like the big trains and uh, yeah. all that stuff. What? Battlefield 5 didn't really have anything, I guess, did it? I don't know. No, Battlefield 5 didn't have much in terms of like the game. Um, hmm. No, I don't, re I don't really remember having Yeah, I don't think so either. Special. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't remember anything either offhand. But yeah, it really so, sucks. That's that was a battlefield that I was just I I lost was interest very quick. But as delivered, is not what we were promised. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> see, we should just change this to like the battlefield cast or something because we talk about battlefield in every episode. We do. Like, if you guys we can't, do. if you can't tell, we're huge fans of the franchise. Um, oh yeah, we've uh, we've been attached to it for quite some time. Um, but yeah, Battlefield Five, I I played it a lot when it first came out. I played it on the console and I played it on the PC. I played it a lot, and I got burned out really quick on it. For I was just like it just didn't it just didn't cat it just didn't like sink its hooks into me. No, like, same. It like, just it yeah. kind of fizzled out. It did, yeah. I was like, man, because there was just so many missed opportunities. A lot of missed opportunities. They, I, I get what they were trying to do with the uh, trying to represent some of the lesser known battles of the war, but man, people and the want... battle stories kind of got annoying. Yeah, like, I wanted a full campaign, not just like a quick little two-hour build-up, mild climax, and then. Yeah. Like, oh nope, on to the next thing. Yeah. Uh, well, the well, the best one was the one they released after after launch was with the uh the German Tiger tank crew. That was like the best one. Yeah. That was the best. It really one. was. Um. I I actually kind I actually enjoyed that one quite a bit, but the other ones were like so so. It, apparently, uh, Battlefield Six. I've been hearing they've been saying the campaign is supposed to be pretty good on it too. Like, along the lines of Battlefield 3, because Battlefield 3 had a fantastic campaign. 
That was probably... Oh, it did. It was so, so good and rich and story and detail. Yeah. A lot of really cool characters. That was probably the, the last, like, mainline, like, like putting aside Bad Company 1 and 2, um, that, like, the last mainline Battlefield game that I think had, like, a really good campaign. 4's campaign was okay, but it wasn't as good as 3's. Um, yeah. I would agree with that. It, You're right. It, it was good. It had its merits, but you're right. You know, 3 was... Battlefield 3 really was a standout title. It, it really was. Not only just as a game alone, but also as a Battlefield. Yeah, it was it was really good. Like that's when like Rush, well, it had some of the best Rush maps in the game in the series to date. Battlefield Three did. Um, oh yeah, it did. That's when uh, what Metro was first introduced. Was in Battlefield Three. Yeah. But I'm hoping this next. I'm I, I'm hoping I'm hoping I, I've been hearing a lot of good things about Battlefield six um it's probably it probably is i know you you're not a fan but it probably is going to have some kind of battle royale mode that seems to be in the air i think that's all but been confirmed at this point yeah which i mean i do enjoy battle royales to a degree but i could take it or leave it honestly like i'm not i'm not coming to battlefield for a battle royale i'm coming for conquest i'm coming for rush uh that's what I'm You're here for. The battlefield elements. Exactly. Now, if it's good, I'll probably still play it, you know. But uh, it's not like the reason I'm going to get the game, you know. But yeah, honestly, I, even though I know it's trending, everybody loves it. Streamers, fun, wet dream. But I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the battle royale game type. Now, one game type that I do enjoy, I enjoy it very much, and I wish more games had this, but the, kind of like the looter shooter. Looter shooter as in? Similar, like, similar to Escape from Tarkov. Oh, like a raid type. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, um, uh, what's that, Uh, Vigor on the Xbox as well. Yes, yes. Yeah. Where you get in, you only have so much time to loot, acquire gear. If you run into players, you can loot them, mm-hmm. uh, their gear. Uh, in Vigor, I don't know. I, I haven't played Escape from Tarkov. I've watched a lot of gameplay, but I haven't mm-hmm. played myself. I don't know if there's a mechanic similar to Vigor where there's one spot on the map with like a really good prized uh, cache for you know, weapons. I don't know either. I've watched... Um, a fair amount of like YouTubers and streamers play Tarkov. Uh, I think that there's, because in Vigor there's an airdrop that comes in that has like really good loot, and it's a really yeah. big risk versus reward as to whether or not you go for it or not. Um, I'm sure I think there's areas in, in Tarkov. I think there's areas in the map that probably have better chances of good loot spawning there. Yeah. Um. But I don't, I don't think they do like, you know, like there's one singular spot, like, all oh, this is, you know, like everyone knows. Go here yeah. and get this gear. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't think so. I've, or at least if there is, I haven't seen. Yeah, I haven't either. All the, the footage that I've watched. 
Yeah, me either. And the game's still in, um, I think it's still in early access, so it could, there's still, it there's still a lot to be added to it. Which I don't understand. It's been in early access for a couple years now. Like, it's, it's been out for a while. I, I, I do kind of want that trend to end. Yeah. Gaming where services are like, oh, our game is in early access, but here you go, pay roughly full price for another <laughs> yeah. video game. Now you have access to it. But it's in early access, so, you know, don't get pissed if it sucks. Yeah, early access is kind of one of those buyer beware it's type deals. It's becoming deal. a cop-out. Becoming yeah. a cop-out now. Yeah, because there's definitely people that put, put out stuff and then they don't finish it and then you're just kind of out of your money. Like, I've been burned a couple times, like that game World War Three. Um, I don't know if that game will ever be finished. It's actually had a lot of potential. Um, another Battlefield-esque yeah, I, game. I heard it died fast. It did. It I was, think they, It was very fleeting. I think they put it out on early access too early. And people lost interest in it. That's the other thing. That's the other problem with early access is people get in early. And they play it and they play it and they play it. Maybe for two, three years. And then they lose interest in it and then when the game like the 1.0 version of the game launches you know maybe the game's not as popular as it once it's was it's not as dense with players yeah now i understand sometimes you know some of these indie companies they need the funds the money so that's why they do early access but the biggest thing is you just gotta like communicate with your player base because uh, yeah. that's and also when you when you put a game out there and say, oh, this is an early access, I believe you should also have a a planned and fairly rigid schedule for when is the full game going to be released. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, so like we could technically like, say... Saying a game is in early access shouldn't be as like, oh, well, we, you know, do whatever the fuck we want with this game and, you know, never actually get yeah. early access until dies because like one of the one of the perks of getting into a game in early access is you're getting the you sh you're getting the game for cheaper maybe half off or yeah 40 30 percent off um but that's like an investment in the game so you should have like basically what you i guess you could call it like uh similar to an investor's portfolio like why should i invest in your game show me a roadmap i want to see what yeah. you're planning and if i think it's something i can get behind then yeah i'll give you my money um one of the reasons, like, you know, technically Enlisted is an open beta, or you could say it's an early access as well, too. But here's the thing with that game. It's, one, it's free to play, so I haven't invested any money in it. In it. And two, it's made by the same people who uh, did uh, War Thunder, Gaijin, which they've also done several other games as well, like uh, Crossout and a bunch of other free-to-play titles. So, like, they're not some tiny company. They're a company that has put out a bunch of stuff. So I have faith that they're going to keep doing it. So even if I did, let's say I wanted to sink some money into it to unlock some stuff early, I don't think it's going to. I'm going to lose anything on it other than just, you know, my actual money. I don't. I don't think the game's going anywhere. Is what I'm saying. But you just have to be really careful with early access because you you really can, like. You can back the wrong horse. And it, yeah. It's like you said, you get burned. It becomes a waste of money. Yeah, I've been burned a couple times, so I've, I've had to, like, be careful, like, tone it back a little bit.
Um, well, honestly, I got – you remember, like, I had talked to – and I'm going to bring up Fortnite. No, yeah. I don't mean Battle Royale Fortnite. I mean the game Fortnite, as was released and as was ended to be. Yeah. It was a fort builder. It was a wave survival game. Yep. It was not Battle Royale. It yep. just happened incredibly well as a Battle Royale. But you remember when I bought it. I like I had been waiting for that game for years. And yep. came out, and I paid a lot of money uh, to the point that, you know, I not only had the game, but I gifted you and Katrina a copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed the... Uh... And it was like the base game. I was so excited for it because the way it was advertised, you can make these like amazing, awesome forts and like put traps out and survive wave after wave. Yeah. And then that was just completely abandoned. Yeah, the Battle Royale took over. And I think that game... I think they still technically have that game in quote early access. Which is ridiculous. It is technically in early access, which is fucking dumb. The game that's not an early access game. It shouldn't it shouldn't still be in early access. No, it should not. The Again, game, that's that's a cop out. That's a cop out. Yeah. They have made so much money off that game. There's and they've had so much time. It, I mean, they've like yeah, it's not I, I don't know why they still have that up there on that on like the title screen. I haven't played Fortnite in a long time, but I know sometimes when I see people play it, it still says early access on the loading screen. I'm like, that's ridiculous. There's no that game's not. It's been early out access. for years. It's been yeah. out for years. Well, it's polished. It's a polished game. Like it's a it's a it's yeah. a it's a full game, a full release game. But um, I guess I really can't say that I got burned with that one. But the game that I wanted, the game that was advertised, mm -hmm. is not where the money and the time and the effort was spent. So that's that's why I I like to think that I got burned on that one because I I paid for a specific game that I was told was I mean, coming out. And, you know, this is the experience you're gonna. So I put a lot of money into it. Yeah. And then just gave me the finger and. Yeah. Well, now douchebags and teenagers and <laughs> people it's... who have weird hair and record themselves playing it now just flooded the fucking market. Yeah, because they realize. I mean, they realize they can make more money on the battle royale side because they can sell skins and whatever. You know, it just took off. Yeah, I was. I was. I was pretty bummed. Yeah, I, I'm still kind of bummed. I, I, I don't blame I you. I forward to that game for a long time. I don't blame you at all, dude. Um, do you want to talk about, uh, you want to talk about a certain movie that we watched the other day? You... Yes, I do. Yes, yeah. I do. So we watched, uh, Godzilla versus Kong. It was the second time you'd watched it, right? Oh yeah. I watched yeah. it the night it dropped. Yeah. Second time that Clayton has watched it. Um, me and Katrina hadn't watched it yet, which, uh, that's my wife for anybody who doesn't know. I think I've mentioned her name on here before, but, uh, yeah, that movie was awesome. Um, I guess we can kind of talk spoilers because it's been out for a little while now, right? Maybe. Yeah, and that, and I don't think we're big enough for people to actually be like, oh, you're a fucking yeah. asshole, yada, yeah. yada, yada. And even those <laughs> that do listen to our shit, you know, we'll. Yeah. Uh-oh. Are you there? 
Yeah, I'm here. Can okay. You hear me? Yeah, yeah. You cut out for a second. Yeah, I oh, mean, I? Uh, I, yeah. I guess we'll put a little spoiler warning. Spoiler warning on here. So, if you haven't seen it yet, yes, yeah, just to be courteous, we're gonna talk about it. So, yeah. Dude, Godzilla whooped that ass, dude. He. Yeah, he did. I was you, I was kind of bummed, and I thought it was dumb because like it, Kong was absolutely fucking up Godzilla, and then out of nowhere he gets pushed into a building and his shoulder comes out of fucking place. Oh yeah, fuck out of here! <laughs> I like, didn't even get hit. He got shoved into a building, got, and all of a sudden he's like, "Oh no! Oh no, my shoulder!" It's the worst thing that's ever happened to me ever. But I uh. I've always been a big Godzilla fan. Like I like I like King Kong, but I've always liked Godzilla more. So I was like pretty happy to see Godzilla uh you know win. And they they kind of like framed Godzilla at the beginning and kind of throughout the movie at least at first as like the bad guy. You're like like what? Godzilla's the bad guy now? But you find out you find out later on that it's there was something else going on and he wasn't really being evil. But it was he was. He was provoked. He, he was, was provoked, trying yeah. to fight another Alpha Titan. Yeah. Yeah. So he was, which is why they brought Kong in, to is was to stop Godzilla. Um, yeah. Dude, that movie was so cool. I really, really liked that movie. Oh, it is. It's awesome. And did I not tell you? Like it's it, it's coming, folks. Like there there's gonna be a crossover. Uh, the MonsterVerse and Pacific Rim. It would. I mean, it I'm, would. I'm calling it. It would make sense. I mean, it would. It would fit in really easily. Because I mean, we had two big clues as to the two universes being related. Number one was when they passed through that portal into into the, the Hollow Earth. Earth. Yeah. Yeah. So we had that, and then also when you see the guy. Uh, Using the mind or the skull of uh, King Ghidorah. Yeah, the control, the Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was the phase shifting. Yeah. Being uh, rift compatible or drift compatible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they could they could easily make these monster verse movies. I I think they're gonna run them together. Alright, so is it made by the same studio? I don't I don't even It's Universal, right? I'd have to look it up. I'd have to look it up. Let me look it up real quick. So that would it's Universal, right? Who does uh who produced uh, let's see. That's who did who's doing the Monsterverse. Let's see who's doing Pacific Rim. Or who did Pacific Rim. Uh I'll look at the poster here. If it does say Universal, yeah, I'm I'm calling it. They're Ooh. they're gonna tie the two. It was Warner Brothers and Legendary Pictures. And hang on, let's see, Godzilla. Godzilla vs. Kong is, uh, well, I know, I know, I know it's Universal, right? But who, who else was involved? 
who else was involved? Legendary Pictures and Warner Brothers. Yep. Okay. We're, we're going to have a crossover. Yeah. And another little thing. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. mentioned it, that I'm a big fan of the kaiju movies. I, I love the I like the scale of the movies. I like seeing characters that are larger than the world around us. It's just mm -hmm. cool watching them out. It is. But the same. Do you remember the little like toned sound that Mechagodzilla made when he first woke up? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That little like. Uh, that is the. Yeah, that is the exact same sound bite from. Uh, the Pacific Kaiju Jaegers. Uh, yeah. When they get turned on. Oh, okay. It's the exact same sound bite. It is the exact same sound bite. See, so look at look at you uh, putting putting some stuff together. See that 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 would be really cool because, I mean, you, you they could they could literally make that like the, the the prequels to the Pacific Rim stuff and then expand on it more. Oh yeah. They really could, and uh, I don't know like. Like Mecha Mecha Godzilla was really cool, and uh, you could definitely see how it could be like a prototype to like the Jaegers. Oh yeah, well that's that's exactly why it was built. It was built to fight the Titan. Yeah. Granted, it was a failed experiment, but you know, the one on one, like it was, it was kind of kicking the shit out of uh, Godzilla there for a minute. Oh yeah, well if Kong didn't didn't step in to help. Godzilla would have definitely lost. Like Mecha, yeah, Mechazilla would have definitely killed him. Oh, it would have been. I um, I love how, for these recent Godzilla movies, you know, Godzilla vs Kong, Godzilla King of Monsters, Godzilla. Well, there's three now, right? Three including Godzilla vs Kong. Yes. Yeah, because it was Godzilla, Godzilla King of Monsters, and then yeah, Godzilla vs Kong. Um, I love how they went back to similar to the original Godzilla look from like the old Japanese films. Oh yeah, where he he looks like just a, a dumpy ass TV. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like cuz like what was it? The when did that Godzilla movie come out where he was in New York? Like 2001 or something. 2000. Like 2000. 2000. I haven't watched that movie in a long time. Prob I watched it the other day. It has Matthew Broderick in it. Yeah, how does it hold up? It's not a good Godzilla movie. But it's a good movie, like a good monster movie. Yeah, it's a good monster movie, but it is so, not a good Godzilla movie. I remember... They actually had an animated series based off of it, too. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. See, I really... The animated series was actually pretty... You actually saw Godzilla in action. Oh, Okay. Cause like I remember as a kid really liking that movie, but I haven't watched it as an adult, um, at least not in recent, recent uh, uh, years. But not that Godzilla didn't look cool in that one, because he just kind of looked like a giant T Rex. But the, yeah, yeah, I, he looked more like a dinosaur or a dragon. Than yeah, like, I just I just really Godzilla. I really liked how like this Godzilla looks because he looks like the old school Godzilla. I just I, yeah. I don't know. Um, speaking of dragons, by the way, here's a little segue, uh, and talking about older movies, I watched Reign of Fire again, uh, last night. 
With, it's such a good movie. With Matthew McConaughey and Christian Bale and like Gerard yep. Butler where he's like super skinny. <laughs> um, dude, I don't care what anybody says. That's a great movie. That is a fantastic movie. Oh, it is. That oh, is. and it holds up so well and you can watch it over and over again. And it's, it's still good. It really does hold up. Like, I was afraid because I hadn't watched it in a long time. And I told you that I had gotten it. You know, it was on sale for like five bucks on uh, Microsoft. Yeah, I think I bought it through Microsoft. But but no, dude. the special effects, the set pieces, all of it, it all still works very, very well. I mean, basically what they did was they took, just think about like they took, like, Dark Ages Europe, but set it as what it would be like in modern day. Yeah. Because, like, you know, basically, basically, because, like, we're about, if you haven't seen Reign of Fire, the movie's, like, 15 years old, so I'm about to definitely spoil this. They wake up this oh, yeah. dragon, they if wake up this, seen it, that's <laughs> your fault. Fuck yeah. you. they wake up this dragon from tunneling. Like, they're building, like, a subway or something, like, under London, and they they end up going and finding this cave, they awaken this dragon, which then all these other dragons end up, you know, coming out, and they just, like, scorch the whole earth. Like, the earth, the entire earth is sent back to the Stone Age, basically, and whatever technology... Oh, yeah, it's completely decimated. Yeah, think of, like, Mad... Like, almost like Mad Max, but not everybody's, like, chugging gasoline and spraying you know, chrome spray paint on yeah. their face. Um, the world ended because of dragons, not... Yeah, not... Yeah. <laughs> so, it's... It's 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 fantastic. So they took that, and they took, like... Like, old, like old legends of, like, dragon slayers from, like, medieval Europe, and just put it in a modern-day setting, and these guys are just, like, you know... Matthew McConaughey's character shows up and he's like bald headed and he's got like this big like goatee beard and he's just gnawing on a cigar and he's a dragon slayer and he's got like this you know this company of men with him they're like from I think they're like some special they were like a part of like some special forces unit with the the US military before the world fell apart and or no I don't or what was left of the U.S. government? I don't. I don't remember. That, that part gets funny. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's hunting dragons. He's killing dragons, and uh, like they're trying to get the big bad dragon, the one male, because there's one male. Yeah, there's only one male. Yeah, and like the females all over the world like lay their eggs, and then like this like super stud male dragon comes and just like fertilizes all the eggs, and that's where all the dragons keep coming from. So they're like. We have to kill the male. And they tracked it back to uh, the UK, to London, which was the the first dragon that they woke up, was the male dragon. And uh, it's just it's just a badass movie. It's so good. It's got really good. It's got really good characters. It's got really good actors, and it's fun to watch. It's awesome. So if you have if you've never seen Rain of Fire, go watch Rain of Fire. Like do it now. It's, it's it's a good one. It's worth your time. Yeah, it really is. Um, yeah. I know, to kind of finish us off a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, I had brought it up to you when I came in 
last week, but uh, I had actually picked up Game of Thrones. And oh, I'm yeah, going to yeah, say yeah. something maybe not so much controversial. Well, yeah, I guess it's a little controversial, depending on who you are, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so I will concede, or I'll bring up two points about Game of Thrones. Uh, I will concede. Mm-hmm. The last season could have been better, but that does not mean that I was unsatisfied with it. Number two, mm-hmm. you can definitely tell based on, or when, you go, when you've already seen the entire series and then you go back and rewatch only the first season, mm-hmm. you can tell the writers changed. Oh yeah. How how could oh, you yeah, say it's, it's not the same writers and production company? How could you say something so controversial yet so brave? Um like it it is. It's, yeah, it's blatantly obvious. Yeah, you, you definitely you watch the last you watch your way all the way through the series and you go back and rewatch the first season. It's completely different. It, like even the dialogue does not feel like it was written by an actual author. And, and that's that's I think that's why the change and the dip viewership and satisfaction yeah. was so abrupt and so noticeable and part because of our last two seasons i believe yeah were not written by george martin no because he was a collaborative influence but was not the main author of yeah uh, it was because it was because he like he, the the show had gotten farther than the books um so they kind of just started making stuff up and a yeah. lot of times when Hollywood starts making stuff up, it usually is not the greatest. Um, They're usually very bad at it. Yeah, so... And George R. R. Martin, like, specifically said, like, yeah, whenever he finishes... He hasn't even finished the last book yet. I don't think he's even started it, but... um, He said that he's gonna... It's gonna be... Like, he specifically said he was gonna write it differently because he didn't want people to know the ending for his books. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting because people will buy the book, even if they didn't read the first books in the series. Yeah. Even if they had never read, uh, in the game of Thrones books or a song of fire and ice, uh, they'll buy that book because they want to know, okay, what actually happened? Yeah, well, they'll probably be a little lost too without if you don't read the other books because I I haven't read them, but I've talked to some people who have read them, and I think the show is fairly close to the books, but I think they've changed a few things to make it better for TV. If that makes sense, like they usually do. Um, but well, I'm here to tell you the first two seasons are straight off the page. They're, oh, are they? They're okay. Really, almost, even the lines of dialogue are almost word for word. Okay. Like the entire interaction while they're at Winterfell, the first yeah. three episodes of the first season. Oh yeah, that's that's straight from it is Okay. It's one hundred percent I I really I really enjoyed the show. I liked it a lot and um I know they're supposed to be doing a spin off show. I don't know when that's coming out. If it is yeah, still I d- coming out. I don't out, know how but... that's gonna be because I don't know if George Martin is uh, going to collaborate on that one. I don't know if that's actually part of his storyline. Yeah, or I don't if that's know. just Hollywood being like, well, we own this, so we're going to... Yeah, I don't know either. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. 
Um, I was going to say real quick, since we're talking about books and stuff too, I think I've mentioned it to you before. Um, but whenever I know you're real busy with school and stuff, but whenever you get a chance, even if you like want to listen to it in like audio audible form or audio form on audible, which is what I pro, uh, prim, primarily, I can't talk today, primarily do because I have a long commute. Uh, there's a book series, a sci-fi book series called Galaxy's Edge. Fantastic. Yeah, you've mentioned it times. It's fantastic. It's a it's a military sci-fi uh, book series, and it's got like elements of like Star Wars, um, Battlestar Galactica, some like even some Star Trek stuff thrown in there. Um, but it's it's gritty, like it's 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 violent, um, and it's it's got really good characters in it too. If you if you just want like, it's fantastic. Like if you get a chance, just check it out. Anyone out there listening, if you if you want a good if you're into sci-fi, you're into like military type stuff, um, check it out. It's really good. If you listen to the first book, uh, Legionnaire, and you don't like it then I think something's wrong with you because that first book will grab your attention and I, I actually read the first book I didn't listen to the first book and I don't I don't read books that often because I lose interest kind of quick um, I like having them read to me because it I guess I'm a five-year-old I like stuff read to me I don't know but um, this well, book I'm, I'm kind of the same way when I read it or so I, I'm really not the biggest fan of uh, reading fiction yeah. Uh, the vast majority of books that I read are like, like information dense, or like how-to books, or textbooks, things things of that nature. Yeah. But uh, even when I do fiction, like it, it feels tasky. Feels like a chore. Yeah. Oh, I hear. You. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of like how it is to me sometimes once I get sucked in. But that first book, dude, it sucked me in. I read the whole thing, and it was fantastic. And Actually, I read the first two books. I read the first two books, and then I started listening on the third book. Um, okay. Just because I was like, well, I have all this downtime while I'm driving. I might as well utilize it. Um, but check it out. It's really good. And just to be clear, it's Galaxy's Edge. It has nothing to do with the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, like from like, you know, Disney World. Yeah. It just happens to have the same name. This book series came out before the Galaxy, the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge ever ever first came out, like or was announced or anything like that. So, um, completely different. It has nothing to do with that. So don't go in expecting like a Star War, you know, any kind of Star Wars type stuff. It's not Star Wars at all. Um, it's a fantastic series. But I mean, I'll probably we'll probably go ahead and wrap it up. What do you think? You got anything else? As of right now, no, I'm about spent. I hear you, me too. So yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap it up here, guys. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Facebook at Mouse and Controller. Or that's the name of the Facebook page. You can check it out there. You can send us an email at mouseandcontrollerpod at gmail.com. I'll put that in the description. As well as our Discord. You can check out our Discord. Uh, I'll put a link to the Discord in the description as well. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. We had a good time. I had a good time. What about you, Clayton? You had a good time? I did. Yeah, so sorry. We're a little bit late this week, but uh, still got it out here to you guys. 
with that all and being said. We should be said, back onto our regular schedule, uh, not this weekend, but uh, next week. Yeah. Yeah, we should be back to our normal our normal schedule every two weeks. Um, but yeah, I think that'll do it. All right, guys. All righty. Y'all take it easy. Y'all enjoy it.